and welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 181. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the northeast, Amy. How are you? Guess who's back? Back, back, <laughs> back again, again, again. Amy's back, back, back. You haven't really got to tell your friends because the show's Tell him, don't say. I mean, we're, we're you can see me, so. That's well, maybe, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Amy, how you been? It's been a long time since you've been back on my Xbox and me. How are things? Pretty good. I can't complain. Like, everything is hunky-dory. Is that a thing people say still? Or... I mean, yeah, I guess so. Are we doing hunky-dory? I don't know. Yeah, hunky-dory. I guess so. I guess so. Um, what's new? What's new? There's got You can't say nothing. Something must have happened in the time you've been off the show. So come on. I mean, how in-depth do you want me to go with my life? I mean, we don't need to go that in-depth, but just, just, the, just the gist of things, though, what, what has been going on? Funny enough, that's what a counsellor asked me yesterday as well. Um, <laughs> playing games, chilling out. Like, my life is, is pretty static at the moment. Like, unless you want me to start talking about, like, my transition, in which I case, mean, you know, I mean, if you want to... No, no, I mean, we're no. an Xbox podcast. We're an Xbox podcast, I mean, anything. can, anything, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Well, good to know, Different good show. to know. For those who are wondering, my foot is somewhat better. Um, it's better I can walk on it now, which is obviously a great thing. Is it fully done? No, I still can't do everything, but, you know, shit happens. Yeah, walking's overrated. Shit happens. Uh, no, it's really not. That's something I learned. I learned that... Like tearing uh, a ligament on your toe is like really important and not being, and this is not the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, remember, my Xbox and me is our weekly Xbox podcast. You can get early on patreon.com slash MC Fixer. The big one this month, for those who don't know. So this month on Patreon, if anyone supports at $20 level or more, I will be sending out to those people um, a big Xbox goodie bag. I've been showing it on my Twitch stream, um, which is like it's an Xbox bag, it's an Xbox T-shirt, it's an Xbox, um, an Xbox uh, booklet, a book notepad. It's an Xbox pen, sticker, uh, and the highlighter. Which I'll even I'll tell you what I'll show you the highlights because I've got it right here. Look, it's a star. It's an Xbox mm. star. Uh, so anyone supporting over there, we'll be getting that sent out to him. Plus maybe a couple of weeks of Game Pass as well. So save yourself a couple of bucks on that. So if you are supporting on Patreon at that $20 level, you're going to get it. And if not, maybe go check it out. You're an Xbox fan. You like Xbox swag. Here's the best way to get it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's get into the news and topic of the shows and all that this week. Very, very slim pickings. Very, very slow news week. Um, so here we go. Go. Topic of the show this week uh, is a fan email, actually. Uh, I, f- I didn't forget to read this one out last week, um, but it was a really... It's one I wanted to wait for. I wanted to do it with Snowbite Mike. He's not here this week, so F him. Who cares? Um, so here we go. It says, Hello, Corey. It said, and Snowbite Mike, but I cut, cut his part out. Uh, so yesterday, when I was watching your stream, I was sat with my son, Billy, and I asked you, Corey, if you would say hello to him on stream. Oh my days, he was absolutely made up when you shouted him out. So much so, he you had him in te- he had tears in his eyes. And, uh, sorry, this makes me so happy. Tears in his eyes, as he thinks you're a celebrity like Ninja. <laughs> you then offered to get him a free My Xbox and Me shirt, just like his dad's. And, <laughs> uh, sorry, 
like his dad. He then went on uh, his Xbox and said to all his mates, hey, do you know who MC Fixer is? I've been, I've been on his stream and he has like 10,000 followers. You don't understand how much this meant to, him, uh, meant to me seeing his face light up. I've got my Patreon support uh, to, show you, uh, to show you a little bit more appreciation for all your hard work. It's the little things that brighten up uh, anybody's day. MC Fixer, you, are, you have made an eight-year-old year old very happy, and I cannot thank you enough. Looking forward to granting more Division 2 with the community. Oh, and Mike, uh, keep being awesome. You are a very knowledgeable individual when it comes to gaming, and one sexy mother fudger. Much love, Tony, a.k.a. Uh, zero... Uh, sorry, it's O Tony. Uh, v, aka your personal healer on the division. Tony, thank you so much for the email, dude. I mean, it it's really not a big deal to me. The fact that your son even gives a crap who I am and you support me enough and stuff like that. I'm happy I could make someone's day brighter. Um, what a fucking awesome email. I know, though. That's that's the thing that got <laughs> me is the fact that the email come in and I was like, man, this this is why I get out of bed at half past nine when I'm not feeling it and to record this show because it's for people like Tony, it's for people that really care, the people that want this show day in, day out. So very, very, very thankful and thank you so much for the support. I am working on the t-shirt and he's just sent me sizes just so I can go get one made up and I can send it out to you. Um, but yeah, thank you for supporting and, uh, you know, I'm not quite ninja yet, but I'll get there, Billy. I swear, I'll get there. Um, let's get into what's been in your box. Tony, uh, Tony, Jesus. Amy, what have you been playing? Don't raise your eyes, I'm sorry. <laughs> We've been playing this before, week. I'm just saying. Uh, what have I been playing this week? Um, well, just in general, we're not supposed to. Oh, what have I been playing this year? Um, no, the Division 2 uh, recently. Nice. Um, I'm in it. Like, I don't play it much. Okay. Like, I'm still not level 30. I still oh haven't done like, any of that stuff. I just, oh what I do is, God. when I'm listening to podcasts, yeah. I, just, I stick it on. Like, so if I listen to like a podcast like my Xbox and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still listen even uh, when I'm not around. Still not sending um, emails. Interesting that though, isn't it? Interesting well, that you know, complain uh, that others didn't send in emails, didn't send in emails yourself. Oh, interesting. You you have asked for it. Fix. Interesting. You I'm just saying. I'm just pointing. I'm just pointing out the facts. I asked when I was on here every week if I could send emails, and he said no. So now I'm you're just, now I'm, you're not I'm, on there every I'm, week. I'm, you know you could send emails. Just, just be careful what you wish for. Okay, that's all I'm we'll see. We but no, I've been uh, I've been sitting down playing the division two um, for like an hour at a time. I'm actually really enjoying it. Like, for it's probably the first loot shooter that I've played for this this amount of time. It's been out for like a month. Yeah, I'm normally out by now. Like, <laughs> to be fair, you've you've only you're only just scratching the surface. You haven't even got to. Oh to yeah, end like yeah. I've heard stuff about the end game that makes me really excited because it sounds like how an end game should be. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, yeah, it's it sounds, really good. I'm, good. I'm gear score uh, five oh. I can get my gear score up to five oh six. Damn, currently, nothing, um, <laughs> the soft cap's five hundred at the moment. Uh, world tier five five oh six. Um, I'm just working on builds at the moment, and uh, I'm still trying to get one. That, so you get these apparel keys, right? They're like they're like loot chests. You can pay for them if you want to, but you, they're very easy to earn in game. Um, and there is one. There's one uh, emote that I'm trying to get that everybody else in my team has got apart from me, which is the sure. disco dance. And I'm just, I'm there. Literally, I did my dailies today for two hours, like doing all the missions, clearing out things. I'm like, I'm going to get it this time. I literally have no luck. 
I've got like everything. <laughs> I've got the t-shirts. I've got the trousers. I've got every other emote except for the one I bloody want. It's really annoying. That's how but, it works. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy with Division Two. Really, 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 really enjoy it. Um, I think I've just hit that point now where I'm kind of done. Um, I play it today on my own, and on my own is actually not very fun anymore. Um, like trying to run DZ on your own is pretty, pretty now biting and just headbutting walls it's just you're dying a lot and i'm not gonna lie my play style doesn't help in that matter i, I am very much rushing and my teammates do pick me up a lot um <laughs> That's my play style too <laughs> yeah um so plan on my own i've got no one to back me up in the dark zone you can't use your reviver um it doesn't pop off so yeah if you're not using the reviver i would definitely um suggest doing that it's the all um, right the healer, the healer, uh, the hive revival. Oh, the, the, yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. Uh, it's like a second life, pretty much. And you just hop off and run away, heal up, and then you're back in the game. You haven't got to restart the whole mission and stuff like oh, that. I always cool. say it to new players, definitely. All right, um, at the minute, because I'm doing the sort of grinding out. Like, when I first started playing it, because I was doing it on PC, because I got a free copy with Process or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, when I first started playing it, there was, um, there was, I was having the, the bug where you put down the, what are they called? The the gear. Oh, power the skills. The skills. Yeah, 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 the skills. skills. And I was putting it down, it would disappear yeah, straight away. As well. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. fuck. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I was using the stuff that didn't disappear, like the chem yeah. launcher and the the healing, the seeker mines. Yeah. 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 I was using my turret and it just kept disappearing. I was like, this is so annoying. Was, like, oh. it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes before I even hit the floor, it was. Disappear. It'd be gone. And I'd be like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. the steward with the sledgehammer, which is like, oh yeah, smack. <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's again, I'm, like I say, I've, I've really hit that point now where I'm like, I'm at the I'm at the, the high end of the, the level cap. I can probably tweak my gear a little bit more. There's a couple of guns I still need to grind out and get. Um, but it's becoming a bit more like spreadsheets now. I'm looking up spreadsheets right. and I'm looking at like, Oh, what's the best builds and stuff like that? What's going to do the most damage? Just getting the proper, proper nerdy. And that's fun when you've got a teamwork to play with. Um, but when you're playing it on your own, I just don't need to get that nerdy. Obviously, the raid is coming out the 25th, which I'm very excited about. Um, so anyone who is raid ready or needs to get raid ready, please feel free to hit me up. I know me, Tony, Yami. Um, who else have we been playing with? Paul... Uh, Moody's now raid ready. Stu's now raid ready. Like the whole squad, um, we've been playing, and we're we're more than happy to drag people—not drag people, but like get people through—and um, then drop you high level gear because all our gear is five hundred. So we drop five hundred gear for people, so they're in like world tier one with like four hundred gear scores, and we're just like running through like pop 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 pop. Get out of my face! Um, I'm so, having yeah. so many flashbacks to World of Warcraft right now. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just we're just ready. I'm we're, just getting, we're getting raid ready at the moment, so should be interesting. Anything else you've been playing? Yeah, so there was um, I had a gap in my sort of schedule um last week so i was sort of scratching around for games to play and mm-hmm. i saw this one come out, had come out on game pass uh, which was new called operencia which is a first person dungeon crawler you reviewed it right um, yeah i did yeah. yeah well i did the i did impression yeah yeah i saw that um yeah it was really fun like i picked it up like because i hadn't played a, a decent dungeon crawler for years so I was like, oh fuck and it's in game pass perfect yeah i can just download it straight away i don't have to worry about buying it mm-hmm um it's a lot of fun um it was more fun than i was anticipating because i didn't know how that was going to translate doing a dungeon crawler but with a controller and yeah. as it turns out actually pretty well <laughs> yeah, it um, interesting. 
yeah it's it's quite fun so it's like it's not real time like a lot like a lot of dungeon crawlers that i've Got played that. where the combat it's it's turn-based so yeah. you you're running into an enemy in the overworld map and then you go on um into combat but it's got um three it's the, the combat's kind of cool because this is one unique thing where the enemies are at different ranges so there's oh, like okay. three lanes yeah so there's a close combat you make combat and you're far long range combat and um different abilities um will will be more effective like if you use a melee attack it's it's really effective and does maximum damage to someone standing right in front of you whereas someone on the back row it'll do minimum damage so you've got to try and balance all that kind of thing out instead of just selecting whatever and hitting just like you know in like rpgs turn-based rpgs you can get into that kind of rhythm of just mashing the button yep, to attack definitely yeah you can't do that in this oh, okay. <laughs> like because you you'll start losing that effectiveness if you're fighting like archers on the back row you can't just yeah. attack because you'll probably get killed oh, yeah. um but it's a lot of fun i'm like i'm about four or five hours into it and oh, okay. um i'm gonna keep streaming it as well because i was having quite a bit of fun with it streaming it where where, where did you stream oh i stream at twitch.tv slash words about games thank oh, you for asking oh interesting interesting good, good, times. good, times. good times yeah. um yeah what else have i been playing i play fifa i've been playing fifa again this week been playing pro clubs um nothing more to talk about there fifa still shit but a sports i still love it i still love it um but yeah that's it's literally just been those two really division and fifa um i'm really need to go back i need to go and play shadow of the tomb raider i need to play metro exodus there's just, i've got so many i've got um what have i got what's it called outward i've got that sent to me oh, by deep silver i'm just sitting on games and i'm like oh god i really need to get to it i really need to get to them so i think metro exodus monday i'm gonna start playing that nice and finally I've wanted to play it for ages, but Division Anthem dropped, and then Division dropped, and I've I've been in that that grind where I'm like, okay, Monday, um, I'm back in the gym Monday, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the gym, come home, stream, and it's gonna be Metro Exodus, I think. Start playing that through. So should no be Anthem. Interesting. No Anthem. <laughs> A good one. <laughs> Haley comes busting through the door because <laughs> she wants to play it so bad. I'm just like, no, thank you. And she's like, I hate you. Um, no, no Anthem, unfortunately. When they fix um, that game and uh, make it into something that's worth playing, maybe I'll go back. <laughs> yeah, when. Uh, let's give a shout out to our Patreon producer this um, week, which is Mike Lynch, of course. Thank you, Mike, for keeping the lights on. Also, I was pointed out to me by a little young gentleman. Uh, last week, I did Patreon thank yous, and I missed someone. Goes by the name of Tony. You know, the guy that just sent the lovely message. <laughs> I absolutely you. forgot him. Uh, so, Tony. Thank you. I will put you alongside Mike Lynch this month as a pa- uh, this week as Patreon producer. Um, again, this doesn't happen without those people. Without people supporting on Patreon, there is none of this. Literally, um, doesn't matter how much you support, but if you can support at any level, please consider doing so. News: Microsoft exact on Google's Stadia. I'm gonna keep it straight first. You didn't forget, Mike. This week. Wait, what? So I'm not reading chat. Um, I'm recording live as well, by the way. Microsoft Exact on Google Stadia, they don't have the content. An executive at Microsoft recently commented on Google Stadia and other emerging cloud gaming competitors, saying they don't have the content to compete with major players in the industry. Per the Telegraph via WCCF Tech, Microsoft's Xbox Division Chief Marketing uh, Officer, Mike Nicholson, uh, Nichols argued that while Google Stadia and other others have the infrastructure in place, they lack the content necessary to flourish in the industry. Quote: 
Emerging uh, competitors like Google have the uh, cloud infrastructure, uh, a community with YouTube, but they don't have content, said Nichols. Uh, you won't necessarily you won't necessarily need a device over time, but you'll need the best experience with local processing power. Uh, there was also an update to this story. Microsoft spokesperson spoke to IGN following the comments, uh, and they said this quote: "It's a great time to be a gamer at Xbox. We're putting players at the center of our vision for the future of gaming by delivering blockbuster content from Xbox Game Studios and our partners, growing the thriving Xbox community and giving them choice and the opportunity to play uh, how they play across devices and through X uh, Project XCloud." My Microsoft spokesperson says a little bit of damage control there, which is like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, we've gone off a bit off branding. Phil's been like inclusion, inclusion. Hey, Mike, calm yourself down there, son. And then it's like spokesperson. Hey, all get back on the same level. Uh, this is our statement. Uh, yep, we're giving players choices. I, I mean, I think he makes, he makes a good point, that. though, right? Well, yeah, but I don't know if Microsoft are the ones who could necessarily who should necessarily be the ones telling anybody else that they don't have the content because let's not forget how they entered this console generation. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I think you've got to give them credit now. And but if, but what you've got to remember is Xbox already have um, the third party relationships. That's not something that Google um, necessarily don't have. They don't necessarily have it. It's all when they're good having Doom, what they showed, and Assassin's Creed and Division, um, which are like the ones they've showed off. But what about everything else? Which is Xbox already have those built-in relationships, and it's way easier to go in there and say, um, hey, uh, do you want to be on this? For them to say, yeah, cool, it's another place, and we earn more money than it is to actually build a relationship. You know how hard it is to build a relationship in any industry. Yeah, so it's just okay. as much here. They're already built in there. Like, don't get me wrong, from an exclusive oh, yeah. standpoint, I'm with you. But in the same breath, they did just buy all these studios. where And they're already studios working on stuff that is now going to come over as exclusives, which Google are building A from what we know. Again, there's so not enough information out there. But from what we know, they're building A studio. So yeah, we don't know how big it is. No. Just that Jed Raymond's in charge of it. Mm -hmm. I think it's just in terms of I, li I like the update quote a lot more than the original quote. Of I course. think the original quote is really ironic, all things considered. But I don't know. Like they keep mentioning June, which makes me think that Google's going to do something for E3, and I feel like that's probably where we're more likely to see what they've got in terms of relationships with other other developers, other publishers. See I mean... what. <laughs> There's they're not, bringing. I don't see there being many people coming out and saying, no, we don't want to be on it. Yeah, like, generally, right. I don't see that. But, it, it, I mean, he does have the first... Um, um, Mike does have a point there with, like, the fact that they just don't have the relationships built currently and the exclusive content that they would need to, to make someone have this as their sole purpose, which, again, we don't know how good it is and oh. how it works and stuff like that. Um, but that's the idea of what they're going for. It was just like, you don't need to go anywhere else. You can click from your browser and you're in. And oh, you yeah. don't need consoles anymore. That was their pitch, which is we're, we're 10 times faster than the Xbox One X and, and the PlayStation 4 Pro and blah, 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 blah. So now that you say things like this, it's like, well, true. Well, what do you have to show? You haven't showed off anything yet. So Yeah, like, I mean... I have many issues with the Google Stadia thing. The most pressing of which is I pay for fiber and I might not necessarily be able to use this thing because yeah. um, of where I live, because I live up up north. 
It's like win- think of Winterfell in Game of Thrones. That's more <laughs> or less where I live, but with a bit less snow. Like the <laughs> like the the whole thing where they're talking about the future of gaming is not a box. Like bullshit. And then when they no, compare this, yeah, obviously. And when <laughs> I mean, you need a P, you, you know, you use a PC to use Google Stadia, right? Well, so, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, wait until you get the app to download onto the Xbox, but. <laughs> don't be surprised don't be surprised oh, it would not surprise me but when, when they're comparing their specs and, and they're like oh we're this much faster than the Xbox One and we're this much faster than the PS4 it's like of course you fucking are there's new ones coming out next year yeah <laughs> I did think that I did think that but whatever whatever like, sure yeah, yeah Google yeah whatever mm-hmm. just thought it was an interesting mm-hmm. one plus we've got no no it is no, interesting we've got like, no news this week so i had to put it in there it's it, it is interesting like it is interesting for them for mike nichols to come out and talk like this um and then walk it back a bit which was probably smart to walk yes, it back a bit definitely uh next up i always say it wrong skero skero sekiro sekiro shadows Sekiro. twice sells two million copies in 10 days from soft's Sekiro shadows die twice uh, has now sold two million copies in just 10 days revealed by publisher activision this uh number was achieved between sales on pc ps4 and xbox one activision confirmed to ign that this is sold through to consumers and includes both digital and physical sales on all platforms the quote we have here is it's been an honor to work with fromsoft to help uh, introduce a brand new franchise to the gaming uh, to gamers around the world said activision's vp of project management um the fans have made sekiro shadow die twice one of the most incredible game launches in 2019 thus far the game has performed well on all platforms including pc and we're excited to continue support from so continue support from gamers and critics alike i've not had a chance to play the game i've now come around on the idea of actually getting the game and playing it um, interesting yeah it's going to be one of those games that i know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna finish and i know that i'm just gonna get very very angry at very very quickly but i do think i owe it to to from soft to actually play a game they finally brought it to xbox think about how many people including myself sits here is like oh when they you've got to bring these games to xbox duh, 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 duh. we didn't get this we didn't get that and then it comes over and lucky it's selling well but i wonder how much of that's actually sold well on my xbox and i feel like i need to support it it's meant to be amazing so i really do want to check it out that being said have you been following much of this whole um <laughs> accessibility and easy mode baby ass baby mode uh conversation at all i'll go you on better fix not only have i been following the discourse on easy modes and accessibility i have been actively diving directly into the oh, <laughs> oh i'd love to hear your hot takes i've not actually spoke about it what where do you come down on the whole uh um, i mean there's issue. there's this good thing um that someone said, fuck, I can't remember now on Twitter. Because um, there's been a lot of discourse about this. Where, um, like, Second Rose might be a very difficult game. And let me just put this on. It's a fucking very difficult game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's a really well-made game. That's my preface to what I'm about to say. Yes. I fucking hate this game oh, <laughs> so <okay>. much. <laughs> on a personal level. Um, anyway, the, the games might be challenging, right? Uh-huh. But... The game that I think of when I'm talking about accessibility, not just necessarily an easy mode, just accessibility, because they're two separate things, is Celeste. 
Okay. Because, yeah. like, you know, I do. You know what? You, like, you know what your um, what's the best way to describe this? You know what your like? What would challenge you? Yes. Puzzles. And maybe the difficulty, maybe the difficulty level in Sekiro would be too high for you. Yes. But if you could tweak a couple of things here and there, mm-hmm. like not necessarily just turn it down or easy, no, you want to make you. the game a cakewalk. If yeah. you say. I don't know, you gave yourself a little bit extra stamina or your stamina regen was a little bit faster or the combat was a little bit slower paced, something like that. Mm-hmm. It would still be challenging yes. for you. And then somebody else who was like, Sekiro is, is perfect just the way it is. I'm not going to change anything. would still have a challenging experience. Yeah. Like, it's about getting more people in. Like, what if if there were accessibility options in Sekiro, that 2 million might be 5 million. But... In the same breath, what about what about obviously we talk about video games as if it's art and that's what people say it is. And the artist is the one creating this piece of art and they want this piece of art to be very hard to play. Who are we to then say that it should be accessible to everyone? Um do not do is there an opinion you got on that or for me this is where I come down on for me it's a case of if if I create a piece of a piece of content and it's really really hard for for one person and then challenging for another, I've done that on purpose. I, I've done it because this is how I want my game to be. I don't think everything needs to be um, accessible to everyone, and I do understand it though because I was listening to uh, the kind of funny games cast, uh, not uh, Games Daily. Um, and they were talking about like people like obviously from like uh, able gamers and stuff like that. People who physically can't play this game, and obviously that's a shame and that's that sucks. But this is a piece of art, and you can't restrict people or force them to shoe on in modes like Celeste had because it doesn't drive with you you then have to take yourself out of it and go, okay, this one's not for me. There are millions of other games that are. This one isn't. Well, thousands. But, <clears throat> yeah, no. I mean, that's fair enough. Miyazaki and From Software, do whatever the fuck they want. Like, why are they going to listen to me? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I'm yeah, not. But, but, yeah. Like, in terms of artistic vision, yeah, okay, fair enough. If you want to make your game hard, mm-hmm. cool. I, I totally think that you do it, right? But in terms of in terms of that sort of artistic vision side of the debate, it, it, what's difficult for one person is impossible for yeah. another person. Uh-huh. Um, it's not necessarily again. It's not necessarily about making it like so easy that you can just steamroll through it and just mash all the buttons and like not making it a challenge. If that's what you want to do, like go for it, right? You might have to say like playing all the games on super easy. Like, if Sekiro had... Like, okay, maybe Sekiro's a bad example because I'm really bad at parrying combat and that's all there is in this game. Yeah. But, like, let's go back and say if Dark Souls 3 had accessibility options where I could tone the difficulty down. Like, I wouldn't do it. I would. Because, like, I played the game and I loved it. (laughs) But you'd play it, right? Like, uh, at a certain point, it becomes... It's inclusivity in terms of like able gamers and stuff like that that we're talking about. I don't really feel com- comfortable talking about that because I'm very fortunate in that I don't have a physical no, disability exactly. that yeah, stops me, me from playing games. But like, if I could, if we could have like awesome conversations about Dark Souls, because I love Dark Souls, mm. like I really do, and I think a lot of people who would love say Dark Souls and Sekiro, they get put off almost instantly. 
Oh, as soon as, as soon as I hear a game is a Dark Souls game, in quotes, I instantly go, no, this isn't a game for me. Because I know yeah. that, not because I don't think it was going to be a great game, or that it's going to be beautiful or well-designed or any of that, just because I know that it's going to be gruelingly hard, and that's not, that's not something that jives with me. I don't want something that I am slamming my head against the wall. I don't, personally, I don't find it fun to be stuck on the same boss for three hours. I get it in three and a half hours when I do it, that moment of, oh my God, I've done it, but then I need to go do it all over again. I played Neo, <laughs> yeah. I had the same thing happen to me. I played Bloodborne, the same thing happened to me. Those type of games just don't, don't do it for me. But in the same breath, I don't think an easy mode would change that either. Because I feel like that's the game, right? It's you need to be beaten and beaten and beaten to learn how to overcome. Just by lowering in the bosses and enemies' uh, difficulties down, would that not change the game drastically and what they're actually meant to be? I don't know because I've not played them. It depends how you do it, right? Like, there's two different sort of... I guess there's two different sort of, of schools of thought you could have on it. There's the Celeste model where it's almost modular so you can choose to have in celeste obviously like you can choose to have an extra dash or you can choose to have an extra bar on your stamina meter or you can just choose to fly around like superman like whatever Mm -hmm. but and then they would say say what you're talking about would probably be more about like cuphead style um which was quite disappointing because when you turn cuphead down from normal to down to easy there was no difference it, it changed the boss it yeah, changed no, the bosses I, in terms sorry. of like phases let so me, phases were missing let me clarify what i mean by it. there was no difference what i mean is the difficulty didn't really feel like it actually yeah. changed it felt like it just got a shorter level and yeah. the, the 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 attacks were different in a certain way but it still didn't feel much easier it just felt shorter yeah 100 yeah. percent. it was like the it like in a normal in a normal phase boss fight there's like four stages and then in the easy mode stage there's like three so you're just missing a stage and the difficulty is still the same yeah like and that i wasn't a fan of how compared to animal difficulty to be mm-hmm. fair um and i've totally like talked myself out of out of whatever i was talking about but if i keep rambling i'm sure i'll find the point again <laughs> no but the um like the like there is a way to do it where like you're talking about like learning the boss fights yeah and for i, I guess for the first time, I'm on that side of the fence of a From Software game where I'm having real difficulty playing it to the point where I've just gone, nah, fuck this shit. And I've got, yeah. like, I'm not playing it anymore. Um, and it is that thing of, like, you run up to a boss and it takes some time to get to the boss and then it smashes your face in within a few within the first few seconds. So then yeah. you're like, well, yep, I've got to, to learn this boss. Okay, so I go back and do it again. And then he smashes your face in again, like just and as you slowly learn, like. But in terms of Sekiro, it's like it really does feel like you're just constantly getting your face smashed in. That's like yeah, from all the conversations I've had with people, um, and maybe they're just not very good at games. But that's what I seem to. Whenever I watch a stream, that's what it seems like as well, which is just people run in, die. Okay, I know what to do. Run in, die. Okay, I know what to do, and then they don't. They clearly don't know what to do because I'm watching them do this for about an hour. So yeah, yeah. Like, I was stuck on some bosses in Sekiro for a lot longer than stuck on bosses in, say, Bloodborne or Neil. Uh, because when I was playing those games, I felt like I was getting getting better um, in terms of sort of, like, learning 
um, like the boss moves and how how to parry or how to dodge or when to dodge or when to attack and when not to attack. Whereas yeah. in in Sekiro, I was just getting the shit kicked out of me. And then by the time I'd finished and I'd actually beaten one of the bosses, it I was never like I never had that sense of like yes, I've finally done it. I was just like thank fucking Christ that's over. And then oh, I'd spend yeah. another two minutes walking in another direction, and there's another mini boss, yeah. and so I've got to repeat the whole process over again. Because there's so many mini bosses in this game. Interesting. Hmm. We'll put a pin in the discussion for now. But okay, interesting. Still, congratulations to the game for saying two million though. Oh That's yeah, definitely. Like, congratulations, uh, like. Next one, which is a strange one. Gearbox CEO claims Troy Baker was asked to return for Borderlands 3. If you've not been following this, uh, Gearbox Software CEO Randy Pickford uh, has claimed that Troy Baker was approached to reprise his role as Reese, but turned it down. Responding to a fan on Twitter, Pickford said, I was told by the audio director that he turned it down. He followed up uh, with, fortunately, with how Reese appears in the game, I don't think it will matter at all. The original story, Troy Baker, the prolific voice actor, who I've interviewed. I've added that. Let me add that part in. I've interviewed him. It's Troy Baker in many Met him multiple times. His son might copy of Resident Evil 6, um, who plays such characters in Joel's Last of Us, blah, 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 blah. Um, there's a whole thing going on right now. Uh, Troy was on a panel and said that he would have loved to have played the role, but he was never asked. Um, then Randy Pickford's come out and said that he was asked, but he turned it down. I feel like there's a middleman mm. here that that has got it all wrong. I think two parties have got this wrong. I feel like Trey must have been approached by it, but his management was like, no, thank you. And then, and or the audio director is lying? Question mark? I mean, was it Randy Pitchford who said that he was asked? Randy Pitchford come out and said, uh, Pitchford said that um, he was he, the audio director told him that he turned it down. Uh, I don't know. Here's my hot take on this, and I have a hot take. I surprisingly have a hot take on this. I'm not being a Borderlands <laughs> fan, <laughs> like between Randy Pitchford and Troy Baker, one of, one of those people has lied to my face. Oh. <laughs> And one of them hasn't, like, in the past. So I know who I believe in this particular situation. Care to share? Troy Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly enough. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know where where this leaves us. Honestly, I think that it means that Troy Baker will probably get called up and be like, hey, do you want to do it? And whoever voiced him is getting shafted. They'll give him another role. They'll give the Troy Baker replacement some some other role. In the yeah, game. who cares? And if Troy doesn't do it, they'll just get Nolan North because that's how games work. I mean, it does. It's true. Uh, April's Inside Xbox teases Microsoft's E3 plans. Inside Xbox, Microsoft's monthly Xbox Live showcase returns next week uh, with a look into their ga uh, gaming giant that has... Sorry, I've butchered all of that. With a look... At what the gaming giant has planned for E3 2019. Additionally, uh, Gears of War 5 developer, The Correlation, head of uh, studio, Rod Ferguson, will be on hand. Oh, I can't wait. With some details that could be concerning Gears of War 5 or, more importantly, Gears of War Tactics. But we will likely uh, see the Gears of War Pro circuit. Uh, the hour show will be live from Tuesday, April 16th at 2 p.m. Pacific. I'm not sure what date that is for everybody else 10 p.m 9 p.m 9 10 usually isn't it so yeah 
So I'll be doing a watch along live on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. If you want to watch with someone, come watch and me. And I'll be watching that watch along. Perfect. Uh, we'll skip this next one because it doesn't need to be there. Uh, April's games with gold. Uh, sorry, April's uh, Game Pass games have been added, which is some good ones. Uh, from April 11th, you can get Prey. From April 11th, you've got the Golf Club 2. From April 18th, you've got Monster Hunter World going in there so quick. Um, from April 18th, you've got The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, which wasn't that good. Uh, from April 24th, you've got Life is Strange Episode 2. And from April 25th, you have got Resident Evil My God. 5. If you don't have Game Pass, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously? No, but on a serious level, though, for people who don't buy, like, don't buy loads of games a year, Game Pass is really getting good now. Like, yeah. Prey... Uh, Monster Hunter World, Life is Strange, obviously Episode Two is a big one. Um, Resident Evil, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's 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 really interesting to see the games they get into go in there. Obviously, Monster Hunter was a big one. Um, and Monster Hunter's a huge one. Yeah, I'm really surprised it's in there, but it's it's so good. It's a good catch. They've got a good working relationship with Capcom when it comes to Game Pass. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, but I was shocked to see that one in there. Because I thought that was probably still selling a few copies. But I maybe, didn't know but maybe about they'll that. still maybe they'll sell um, more with more people going back in and playing it, possibly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We will see. It's how it works somehow, right? Like you put your game in Game Pass and you sell more copies. Yeah, because I think what it is is because <laughs> you've got to think of it more of the word of math. It's like you're playing Game Pass, yeah? And mm-hmm. then you tell one of your friends, oh, I'm playing Monster Hunter World, you should get it. And they go, oh, cool what on game pass and like you go on game pass and they go oh no i don't really want that and they'll just go out and bite it like i've got a bunch of friends who do that like fifa oh, every yeah. year i'm like just buy a fifa physically um use a 10 hour trial buy it um and then trade it in and you'll get you'll get over 20 pounds just before it goes in game uh, ga- uh, EA access. uh ea access and then they're like no 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 i'll just keep my copy i'm like what you can get you a whole game the system, man. Like get, and they're like, nah, it's good. They don't care. They generally just don't care. I'm like, game okay, you got you got too much money. I'm poor. That's why I have to like, game the system. I really like the um the idea Xbox the idea Xbox Game Pass stream that they did mm. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, just because like the indie games that they were putting yeah. in. Yeah, like the Nintendo Direct type thing they did. I played the yeah. after party actually. Ooh. Yeah, played the EGX threes. Yeah, really good. Really enjoyed it. Really awesome. enjoyed it. But I'll talk about that again at some point, maybe. Uh, Xbox games with gold. You've got the Mechromancer, available from April 1st to April 30th. Outcast, second contract from April 16th to May 15th. Uh, on the 360 side, you've got Star Wars Battlefront 2 from April 1st to April 15th. And Ghost Recon Wild, uh, Wildlands. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfare 2 from April 16th to April 31st. This is where we're going to fix a sack where you can email him my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. This email comes from <gasps> no one because we didn't get any emails. What have I got to do? Moody, Stu, Amy. I don't know. All of you. Can I get some goddamn emails, please? I announced my glorious return to this podcast with five minutes warning and I don't get any emails. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Disappointed. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. What have you got to plug this week, Amy? I have my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk, where I review games and I talk about games and I shout at people on the internet. It's a fun it's fun times. Um, you should come hang out there. And I have twitch.tv slash wordsaboutgames, where I stream games. At the moment, I'm streaming Resident Evil HD okay. with a randomizer on. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> which is randomized all the enemies all the locks all the items is it is it hardcore yep it absolutely is i walked into the second room mansion and there was a tyrant in there that sounds awful <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you that sounds awful it's actually a lot of fun sounds um, awful sounds awful you should try it you, i think you'd really dig it once you got your head around it a bit we'll see maybe i will maybe i will um you can find me everywhere at mc fix so you hear it every week so you know go follow me on those places <laughs> i'd appreciate it i ain't gonna lie and it's got toilet so i'm gonna run off until next time love you leave you see you later goodbyes Thank <laughs> you.